The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. I am Paula Vale, your host. And today, our episode is titled, A Journey Back to Self. And we are joined today by a beautiful lady named Aileen Penn. And she is joining us from the UK. And she is a Reiki practitioner, healing Practitioner, and she does workshops around the world, and she does so much for others and for the world. So I am so excited to share her with everyone today. So Aileen, I just want to start out with saying welcome and thank you. Thank you very much, Paula, for inviting me on your show. It's uh, an absolute pleasure for me. Oh, thank you, thank you. My honor. Well, let's begin. Would you like to share with the listeners, a little bit of your history and what brought you into what you do. Um, right, okay. Well, we need to go back 25 years, really. Uh, but what I will say to start with, it seems to me at the moment that I've come full circle and I'm at a place at the moment where I'm, I suppose, really putting my house in order both internally and externally. So I'm reviewing sort of, I think, really what I've done over the last 25 years. And um, so that, that's where I am now. I suppose, as, as you've said, I do workshops. I, do, um, I haven't been doing so much healing uh, of late. But if we go back to... Um, the 1990 really and that's when I first started uh, coming into doing healing work it's 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 been a rather amazing journey so I've done Reiki the metamorphic technique aromatherapy so sort of starting off right back in 1990 I've been on this journey uh, with healing really how fantastic, how fantastic. And you do uh, a lot of workshops on uh, journey back to self. T- tell us about that. I think one of the things that sort of really got me started was when I, uh, I did small uh, groups in my home way back then. And over the years, the, the main thing, I seem to be saying the same thing 
in so- some shape or form that I've always uh, been doing. And it's really sort of learning to love ourselves. Um, and, and that's primarily what my workshops are all about. And, and I do a, a lot of work with. But it's uh, quite often the word when somebody says, or it's, it's you know, you say love yourself. You know, uh, it, it, it's, it's a big thing. And over the years, what I've found is people have a problem with when you say, love yourself. I would say to um, uh, people in the groups or, or workshops, you know, look in the mirror. You know, th- there's no one else around. Just look in the mirror and um, say, I love myself. And what kept coming back to me was the answer that they couldn't do it. So many people couldn't in their own r- space look in the mirror and say, I love you. So over, so over time, I found the word love is such a big word. It holds so much. So I've sort of stepped back a little bit with it. And so now I say we need to take care of ourselves. We need to trust ourselves. We need to listen to our bodies. And we need to be honest with ourselves, which are all part of loving ourselves. So... I, so, so it was just fascinating how uh, so many people had this, um, I say, couldn't look themselves in the mirror and say it. But I think as love, it, you know, love is such um, a huge word, you know, and uh, but the funny, the, you know, the funny thing was I... When I knew I was doing this interview, I suddenly had the thought to see what the um, English Oxford Dictionary had to say about self-love. And it was very, very interesting because the first, number one, was uh, selfishness and self-indulgence. Number two was regard for one's own well-being and happiness so you have this sort of duality and I think this is where a lot of the issues come you say love yourself and I think within us there's this concept of it's selfish so so using slightly different words people get to sort of understand it and start to take taking care of themselves. Yes, you're right. And really, that makes sense because, you know, to love ourselves, I know for me, it's, it seems like I'm always more critical of myself than anyone <laughs> else. It's so much easier to love someone else with me. Well, oh, maybe, oh, maybe I should have, oh, was this, a, you know. You're right because we're more critical of ourselves, I, th- I believe. I, I think I, I know going from, you know, my, I can sort of come from my own experiences and that's what I tend to do. And I am very hard on myself. I am very self-critical. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, so, and it's not, I'm not saying that it's the easiest thing in the world to do because actually it isn't. Because, you know, we are very good at... Um, 
lying to ourselves. We're very good at doing that. We're very good at putting things to the side. Um, you know, just making excuses. We're, we're very good at doing that. And like you say, it's so much easier to give than it is to receive. And that's another thing, learning to receive. Um, just a compliment. You know, when somebody says, you know, I love your dress. And then it's, you know, rather than just saying thank you, you know, we can often go into a big spiel that, you, you know, I got it in the sale. It was a really good deal or yes. my, sis- my sister gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I think we struggle as well to receive. We're great givers, but we struggle to receive on a personal level. Oh, yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. So what would you recommend to the listeners to help them allow themselves to receive more and love themselves more? For for instance, saying those words, looking in the mirror, anything else along that line that, that you would want to share? I think some of the things is just starting to do little things for ourselves um it could be when you go out and um you know you could buy some flowers or or go and pick some flowers in your garden um for yourself i know i i almost every week i buy myself a bunch of flowers and um and and that is my gift to me so it's a very simple thing. It doesn't have to cost you anything. You can go and buy some or otherwise, you know, going and picking some lovely leaves and, you know, from along the wayside or, or you can just put them in a vase and just say, this is for me. So it's a very small thing that you can do. The other thing is I think um, I love my bath, you know, and I love to put my essential oils in there. So... I like some candles, sometimes I have music, sometimes I like to be in silence, and I can soak in the bath for an hour. That's, that's for me, that's my time, I'm giving this time for me. And I think we have to say that to ourselves, you know, this is for me. So oh. there's a look, yes. you know, so... I think once you start taking the tiny steps, um, then it becomes easier, you know, it just starts to become easier just giving to ourselves in, in little ways. You know, I go, I go and buy myself a bar of chocolate. So and I think this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, sort of tiny things. And I think it's, we also need to learn to trust ourselves, you know, Trust those um, those thoughts we get, you know, those intuitive thoughts, um, and that's another big thing that we, we we don't tend to do as well. We, you know, it's again learning to trust ourselves and learning to, um, you know, what our body's trying to say to us, because our body will tell us everything we need to know if we would just listen. But you know, we. Push it. We, we don't, we put it to the side. You know, there's, uh, there's all sorts of excuses and things that we, we can tend to do. Um, I'm trying to think what else, really. Yes. 
<laughs> and that's right. It's so easy to take in what others say we should do for our body or this or that when we may be feeling our body needing something and we don't listen to that. Exactly. Um, and I have, and I think over the years, you know, I, I, I'm fairly good at listening to my body. You know, I'm not 100%, but I'm fairly good. <laughs> uh, so I know when I'm avoiding things. Um, and I think when you start to be more honest with yourself, you know you're avoiding something. You know yeah. you don't want to look at it. But I think if you're consciously saying that, you know, you recognize something. And I think just the act of recognizing it, being honest... And sort of saying, you know, I'm, I'm avoiding that. I really don't want to look at that at the moment. So, um, so, so there's, you know, we, we can tend to do that as well. Um, but for me, uh, one of my favorite things is to have my feet done. I love having foot massage or reflexology. It is one of my, I think it's the most favorite thing that I love having done. And my feet will tell me when they need doing. And I, I get a little message and um, I ignore it. And, uh, you know, maybe a few days later or a week later, I get another message. Um, and then it's almost like my feet are screaming at me, saying, you need, I need some attention. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. And I am right there with you. I love reflexology. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, and it's just, a, you know, it, it's those things that we can, you know, do do for ourselves. I often, you know, even if I don't go and have a session, I will, you know, take the time to have some um, oils or something or a foot cream or whatever. And uh, I sit and I rub my feet. I rub it into my feet. Um because also our feet are our, our connection to, to the earth. Yes. Uh, but also, on the other hand, so many people have issues with their feet. They don't like their feet. Mm-hmm. It's That's really, true. It really, really is amazing. So um, I can never understand it, but, you know, but it's so many people. It's amazing. And so, in a way, we can learn to love ourselves by treating ourselves and doing something nice for ourselves, whatever it is for that individual that that makes them happy, being a flower, being a chocolate bar or a donut or, you know, do that for themselves as a way of loving themselves and treating themselves, correct? That, that, absolutely. Yeah. and. Even just sort of uh, taking, you know, we, you know, the, the the usual excuse is I'm too busy, you know, or I'm I'm far too busy to do this to do that, and that's actually an excuse because you can take five minutes to rub your feet, you know, what you can actually have a bath or a shower, and you know, enjoy that. Be very conscious. And enjoy what you're doing or just saying, well, I'm going to sit down for half an hour. I'm going to put on a piece of music that I like. And this is my time. I'm giving myself 
this half an hour. It's just for me. And it could be listening to the music or it could be depending on where you live. I'm fortunate that I live um, in the country in England. And if I open my windows, I can hear all the birds singing. So just to sit quietly and listen to the birds if you're able to. And you just say, you know, this is for me. Yes. And I think then we then this whole issue of self-love be, starts to become more normal for us and it actually starts to change what's happening in our lives because as you know sort of our internal will be reflected in our external and i think when we start to love and care for ourselves and trust ourselves more our outside world changes. Oh, yes, yes. I love that, absolutely. Because I believe it just changes our vibration, and that just, yes, you know, affects yes. everything around us. That's it. Our whole frequency changes, and as you know, you know, whatever we're vibrating at, we, you know, we're, we're going to attract that in into our lives. So, um, so yes, it's... it's it, it, it's a step-by-step process and it's it's such an ongoing thing at the moment and I think it's so important now that we really, really have to start taking care of ourselves. Self, you know, the, the self first. I think it was, not 100% sure, but I think it was Hawaii de Casa that said, self first, then others. That is so true. And I think we tend to do the others and forget about the self a lot of the time. Yes, I agree. We tend to just think what we have to do for others, what we have to get done, and you're right, and... I think that's a huge statement. I agree. I love that. And um, Aileen, we are going to take a moment for commercial. So everyone, stay tuned, and we will be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. 
beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And today we are discussing a journey back to self. And I am here with Aileen Pan, and she is sharing some beautiful information that we can all take into our lives, that we can all make a difference in our own world. And Aileen, I'm excited to hear more, and let's talk a little bit, let's go into the, the healing work that, that you do. Right. Um, well, I started off... Uh, well, the thing that I used the most was Reiki, and that's going back into the early 90s. So I did my Reiki 1 and 2 with a beautiful Australian master, and I was then going on to do my master, and I actually spoke to her, and I was going to a conference, and Phyllis Ramota was there, and I said, you know, I wonder if I could... I want to ask her if I can train as a master. So I got the opportunity to speak to her, to Phyllis. And uh, for 10 years, I was a master, a Reiki master student with Phyllis. So we traveled um, uh, and I helped, uh, you know, in workshops. I went to Australia and did some training out there twice with her. Organized Reiki classes in England. So we had this um, journey of 10 years. I, I didn't actually become a Reiki master because when um, it came time for me to be initiated as a master, I, I, I couldn't do it 
because I had I had very sort of clear ideas of what I thought a master would would be. You know, you practiced your art, and it was a lifelong thing. So, I chose not to become um, a, a, a master student uh, of Reiki. But if I, I think healing has been, um, it's been my uh, Achilles heel, I think. When, if I go back a little bit further, when my daughter was ill, uh, we, I had a, a healer come in uh, and do some work with her, obviously along with all the other conventional medicines. And one particular day, he took my hand and he put it on her because he kept saying to me, you're a healer, and I said, I'm not. And this particular day, he took my hand and he placed it on her. Well, the what I now know is the energy was so strong. And I pulled my hand back because it absolutely terrified me. It terrified me. I didn't know what was going on. And, it, you know, it, it, it was just a bit crazy. But I had this thing about healing. But... Uh, what happened um, a little while after that was uh, she would say to me, if you put your hands on me, I have no pain. So then you do what you do. I used to place my hands on her. She would show me where to put, put my hands. And she said I, I had no pain. So my daughter died. Uh, she had a brain tumor. But the whole process, those final few weeks with her, I would put my hands where she told me to put my hands. She had no pain and she, had, she was on no medication, which my GP was, couldn't understand. And he said, this is not what happens. But it happened. So actually that whole process with her and her dying was actually a very beautiful thing. Because she was calm, she was not medicated, and she was in no pain. So after she died, it sent me, this was my journey. I needed to find out what this was all about. What was this energy? What was this healing stuff? Yes. So, so I did the metamorphic technique, and then Reiki, as you know, life does, Reiki came into my life. Um, I did my Reiki, I went to, my, to do my Reiki one, and what was so amazing, Paula, was every position that Zoe had showed me to, to place my hands on her body was the Reiki positions. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> it, was, it was phenomenal. But I still had this issue with this word, healing. So where I'd never wanted to be put in the box before, I wanted to be put in a box. I wanted I, Reiki. So I was quite happy to say that I did Reiki. So I had a wonderful journey um, with, with working with Reiki. And I worked uh, for a number of years, about five years, with children and young adults with severe learning um, and physical disabilities. And they couldn't communicate verbally. So it, it was all done energetically. You, I knew how, you know, what to do, uh, 
and we could communicate on another level. So I always say that was my greatest time of learning about energies. Yes. So I've started doing workshops and, and th- uh, different things and self-awareness groups. I had a full-on full practice. Um, I became a bit of a workaholic. Um, it was my, my way, I think. It was my way of dealing with um, my daughter's death. And then, um, then it was about 12 years later, uh, my son died. And that was very unexpected. I saw him in the morning. And uh, later that night or the early hours of the following morning, it, there was a policeman on the door, you know, telling me that my son had died earlier that evening. So then I stopped everything that I did. I stopped the healing. I stopped my workshops. I stopped everything that I was doing for a couple of years. And I said I wasn't, you know, I'm, I'm giving it up. I, I want to be normal, whatever normal is. Mm-hmm. So uh, and took two or three years out. Then, then I started working again with my sisters uh, I have three sisters. We've all done Reiki. And we started doing workshops in Spain, the four of us combined in Spain and in England. So that was another ongoing process. Then about eight years ago, I was given in a quiet moment or a meditation, a healing. Um, I see sort of like I get a video in my head, you know, where I can see things in my head. Yes. So... I was shown this uh, working with points on the body. So there were gen- two gentlemen telling me what to do uh, or, not, or just showing me the concept. And it was working on a deep cellular level, um, So, which was, seemed perfectly normal to me. And I asked, you know, how did I do it? And they said, you will know. And I... I did know. So I started very quietly working with the points. But I said that I wasn't, I had this thing that I really didn't want to go back into healing. So I concentrated more on my workshops, doing these uh, self aware, journey back to self uh, workshops. Um, (laughs) The strangest thing is now. I'm coming back more to integrate my healing work because actually I'm comfortable now. Um, I say I'm an intuitive healer. I'm not afraid of it anymore. It doesn't frighten me anymore. So I'm bringing various, you know, the points and healing things now back into my life and when I said right at the beginning, I mean, it, it seems like I've come full circle um, and putting my house in order. It's really what I'm going to be working with, where I want to go, what I'm going to take with me from the last few years and what uh, I'm not and what, new, what else is coming in. Yeah. So that's really a brief thing of my healing work really yeah so when you do your healing work 
your intuitive, and then do you work the metamorphic technique and Reiki and aromatherapy, all of those together? No, I don't. Um, I don't do the metamorphic technique anymore. I don't practice Reiki and I don't do aromatherapy. What I'm doing at the moment is the points are very quick and very, that it literally takes a few minutes. So it's really trying to sort of work with that because so that the person that I'm, I do a lot of distance work, but if I've got somebody there in front of me, I've done the points on them and it's done in a couple of minutes. So it's, what do I do now? Yes, (laughs) yes. You know, so um, it's, so what I did recently, I, I, I did the points and then I did a foot massage with the person and That sort of completed it. So I'm thinking, right, so that's a way I can work with it when somebody needs, you know, you need a longer, a bit of a longer time with with somebody. Um, Last year, I was asked, and this is where all the healing, you know, where it put me out there again with it. I, um, I was doing a workshop in Holland and I was asked if I would do a demonstration of the points in the workshop. So I said yes. Um, and it, it was absolutely amazing. I could do 10 people just like that um, and demonstrate it. And it was, it was pretty amazing. And I really, really enjoyed doing it. And I've, what I've done is I incorporate that now in my workshops. I will do so many people within a workshop. So, so that's changed slightly. Um, so it's actually it's it's, um, it's it's fairly new if you can understand what I mean, Paula. It's now I'm trying to work with what's being presented to me, and yes. um, and as you know, things are presented to us, and. It's whether we take notice of them uh, and work with them if we feel so inclined. Um, Also, what was really interesting, uh, I was in Holland a couple of weeks ago and it's dogs. There were dogs coming into my life. I was asked if I would do healing on dogs. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. So, um, and it was absolutely amazing. And I suddenly said, you know, after the fourth dog, <laughs> what, what are you trying to tell me here, universe? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was absolutely, oh, it was amazing work. I, I didn't see them. I, the two I did from just the picture and connected with them. It, it was unbelievable. I loved it. Uh-huh. And I so enjoyed it. So I now know from that experience a couple of weeks ago, I want to work with animals as well. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm a big animal girl. Oh, that is so fun. How fun. And you didn't even see that coming. It's like, oh, okay, I guess this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and that's what Source does to us, isn't it? Exactly. So it's, and it makes you, I just felt so good inside. It just felt so 
Right. It, and you know that feeling. You know, your body's saying, this is something that you, you, you love doing. Yes. So, um, so it's the various things are opening up at the moment. So, yes. to, so, so uh, this, yeah. <laughs> the passion comes and you, you just know it's right. Yeah, that's me with, with my show. You know, a, a year and a half ago, I thought, me, do this, and, and I just love it so much. But it was, you know, source brings us things. That's it, so great. It, exactly. And, it's, and that's why I say that there seems to be this whole change at the moment of what I'm integrating mm-hmm. and, and what I'm going to be working with. And um, I, I must tell you, uh, I had um, – it was a couple of months ago. I was having supper with some friends and I was – I just ha- – I don't know. I, I, I was on about feet again and massage. And there was a lovely lady there. And she said to me, she was in her 70s, and she said, oh, I've never, I've never had a foot massage. I really don't like my feet. So I said, oh, we'll have to sort that out. You know, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a foot massage uh, sometime. So immediately she said, I'll take you up on that. So I said, okay, I'll come across tomorrow, and I'll do a foot massage for you. So... It was, there were other people around and, and whatever, so I set up, I, I, you know, I did her feet. And, you know, when someone's just about to zone out, she was, ah, oh. <laughs> she absolutely loved it. And she said afterwards, I can't believe it. I've gone, you know, my entire life. <laughs> and, yes. And, and I've not had a foot massage. And as soon as I get back home... I'm going to sort myself out. I'm going to have a foot massage and I'm going to try reflexology. So I thought, how amazing is that? Yes. But then it also, she's lucky, you see, in the fact that she has the resources that she can go and have a foot massage. And then my mind starts ticking over as it does. And I'm thinking, well, what about all those people that have never had a Reiki session, that have never had a foot massage or a, a reflexology, and they haven't got the resources to be able yeah. to do that. So this is something that's sort of going through my mind at the moment. So that, so I'm not quite sure where that will take me at the, mo- at the moment, but it would be nice to think to be able to work with people that, you know, I, I don't know how Source is going to sort it out. Yes. But I feel that's going to be something um, in the future to enable people that haven't got the resources to receive some, uh, some healing in, in whatever ever format it takes. Uh, so, yes. So I love that. I love that, Aileen, you know, to, to get that out there and, and allow everyone to experience that kind of wonderful thing. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I'm afraid we have to pop into another break, but everyone, we will be right back. Thank you so much, Aileen. This is so Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Journey Back to Self. And Aileen Penn is here with me today, sharing beautiful inspiration and insight. And Aileen, you have so much to offer others in your teaching, your workshops, uh, please take a moment, if you would, to share your website information and how listeners can find out where you're at and, and possibly even come see you and attend a workshop. <laughs> right. I love that. Okay. Well, my website address is www.thelightersside.me.uk. So, yes, so www.thelightersside.me.uk. And if you go onto my website, you can, um, in my contact details, there's my, um, obviously, my email address, 
I think actually this is my telephone number on there as well, actually. So you can contact me um, via email. And at the moment, I have no uh, workshops planned uh, until next year. I've, as I said, I'm sort of taking time out, sort of reflecting, reviewing and, and, and what I'm, I'm going to be doing. But next year, there's going to be, there'll be workshops here in the UK. I've got, I know there's going to be some workshops in Holland. I'm also um, uh, in the process of, um, what are we doing? I'm trying to sort of organize sort of like healing days where you can come and have healing, but you can have some time for yourself afterwards. Because I don't know about you, Paula, but when I've had a treatment, the last thing I want to do is get off that bed. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So, so what I'm trying to sort of, the, the concept in my mind is that you can then go to a quiet area. There's a beautiful place in Holland and there's uh, lovely gardens. So it's, uh, it, that's another thing that's sort of formulating in my mind. So I think, I think the first one will pro- probably be in Holland, but with a view, I think, to be able to sort of take that out there more um, uh, uh, as healing days, not, n- not necessarily just me working, uh, but with other therapists working, so, um, so that somebody can come for the day. I don't know. It's all in my head at the moment, but, but there's, there's, there's lots of ideas for, for, for healing days. Um, I'm also uh, collaborating and going to be doing some joint workshops. Uh, this will be in, uh, I think, in Holland again at the moment, where it's uh, coming together people with, uh, from different modalities and actually d- doing sort of one-day workshops in a slightly different way. We're also thinking of doing three- or five-day Retreats. I don't like the word retreat. We're, I think we're going to call them gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's sort of in in the air as well. Oh, sounds lovely. And um, I'm uh, obviously I'll be travelling again. I've been travelling pretty much nonstop for the last two years. So um, I'm I'm taking a little bit. Uh, I think this is what this time now is all about: is reflecting. Um, uh, and taking a little bit of time out as to where I'm going forward. So is your main goal right now, your main passion with people is to help them come back to their self and find self-love? Is that? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I I love that, Aileen. I love that because that's so huge. And I think... um, and also, obviously, my website's called The Lighter Side because, actually, we do have to lighten up a little bit, you know, um, because we can be, you know, take things, it, it can be heavy and it can be very serious. But I think sometimes we need to lighten up a little bit. Humor and laughter is one of the best, best tonics. So I think within my workshops, they... Um, they are fun. Um, they're very interactive, and there's a lightness about them. But it's a, amazing what the feedback I get of what people get out of that 
uh, on a day, you know. So um, I love that. Would you like to share a little of that with us? Um, okay. One of the – let me think. Uh, <laughs> all right. One of the things I do uh, sometimes do in the workshop is um, I get these uh, – I, I buy some seeds, usually some flower seeds, and so I take some compost. I take little pots. So everybody there has their little pots. They fill their pot with the compost. They pick their seeds. They put, you know, so they do, we do it very mindfully in a circle. They do this. Then they water their seeds. Um, then they have a little bag, which they put them in to take them home. But like I say, that seed that you have just planted is you. That is you. So you need to take care and nurture that seed because that is a reflection of you. So that's one of the things I do. But I tell you what, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's amazing what happens to some of the seeds. Um, And how... um, some don't get nurtured and cared for, you know. It's because within that person, it's that same thing of that self-care, that self-love. And if we, you know, if we haven't got that within ourselves, how can we externalize it truly and fully? Yes. And planting the little seeds... Um, is actually a way of somebody um, looking at it um, at a slightly different, in a slightly different way, you know. So, uh, so yes. <laughs> I know. love that. I love that analogy because it is, yeah. Oh. And then what we grow is what we nurture and put into it. Yes, exactly. So it's it's amazing. Some of the lovely pictures, you know, I had sent to me sort of saying, you know, when the the, the first little sprout came up Aww. through the soil um, or, or when the, you know, it, the flower bloomed. Um, and there's sort of such excitement. You, you know, you can feel the excitement uh, from the person, you know, just sending the picture saying, just look, look, look. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's things like that. It's just, um, I suppose it's looking at things sometimes from a slightly different angle mm-hmm. to get somebody to sort of understand, the, uh, the, you know, the self-nurturing that, that, that we really need to do. Um, we just really need to do it. It's just so important at this moment in time, I feel. Even more so, Paula, I think, at this moment in time. Yes, I I agree. I agree with so much negative and and hurt out there. We really need that self-nurturing. We do. And it's just, you know, where I sort of think, oh, you know, am I, you know, should I carry on doing this? Am I, you know, where am I going with it? But the core issue is still the same. There is such, such a need for people to, yes, it's taking responsibility. You know, we really have to start being honest with ourselves 
and take responsibility for ourselves. Um, and I said, it's that trusting ourselves and take caring of ourselves and loving ourselves in its many shapes and forms because it comes, it's a big package. It's a big package, really. Yes, it is. And, you know, sharing that with so many people, you can change so many lives in so many directions. Uh, absolutely. And it's also when I sort of say to people, you know, sort of, we're given so many signs every single day. We're given, you know, little signposts, little messages. Um, and that's another thing is actually trusting ourselves to listen to those messages, you know, and start to take notice of them. Because they can lead you to some amazing places. <laughs> yes, yes. And any advice for the listeners on how to help them see these messages and, and be aware of them a little a little better than they are or just okay. give them a little better understanding? Um, sometimes with me, music, songs uh, uh, se- seem to be... One of the ways I get messages, I'll keep hearing a song or a line from a song, um, or it could be several songs. And when I, I think, okay, what's that? What's that trying to tell me? I, I know that song, but I, I'm getting a line from the song. So, as my sons tell me, because I drive them crazy, Google it, mother. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I might, you know, I Google yes. the line, then I get the song, and then I listen to the song. And the song is telling me something. The song will be telling you something that's going on in your life. Um, so, so, so you might get it in the, the form of, of a song or a music or a line of something or the, a book somebody tells you about. You can be walking through um, a shop or uh, walking through the house and maybe the television's on and something will catch your attention. It just sort of, it's almost like you stop in your tracks and it's like, what was that? What did that person say? So it's just starting to listen to that. I'll tell you a funny thing. I kept getting Mexico for about six months and I'm thinking, Okay, Mexico, what is it with Mexico? So, and then in this particular week, I bumped into an old friend. I was actually, through another set of signs and synchronicities, I was going to America. I was going to New York uh, and several other places. And she said, oh, hi, where, you know, what are you up to? I said, well, I'm off to America um, uh, in a few days. So she said, oh, are you going to... Mexico so I went no and she said are you sure you're not going to Mexico I said I'm positive I'm not going to Mexico (laughs) so anyway okay fine so I go into the bank to tell my bank that I'm going away and you know with your cards you tell them you're going abroad and things like that so uh so he was chatting away to me and he said where are you going so I said about the states New York and he said, he was trying to explain something to me, and he said, well, for instance, if you happen to go to Mexico, to go into Mexico, <laughs> I'm like, okay, here we go again. So, 
So I'm sort of saying, you know, sort of, you know, eyes heavenward saying, I've got the message and, you know, and. Yes. yes. So, so then I went off to my trip to, uh, to New York. I went to Herkimer and mined some Herkimer diamonds and then went off up to Ottawa to visit an old um, Reiki friend, a Reiki master friend. And when I got back home, um, I was watching the Pele report on, on YouTube, or I think it's YouTube. And for some reason or other, I thought, what? Oh, I think he's got a website. So I clicked on to his website, and the very first thing I saw was, it was Wisdom of the Stars, Mexico. I pressed the button within five minutes. It was like, that is it. I know. And I went. I love it. I love it. Oh, I love it. And that that trip, I met some amazing people. The lady that I'm working with in Holland was also on that trip. And you know when you meet people and it's like you've known them all your life? Yes. Yes. I made some amazing friends around the world in 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 the states in canada and they are sort of true friends you know that it might be the time doesn't matter it's like we've known each other for so long and all those messages sent you to them that is so beautiful um uh aileen i'm afraid we're down to just a, a few seconds left of the show is there any any last thing you'd like to say to the listeners before we say goodbye um well first of all i would like to say thank you paula for inviting me on uh, onto thank the show you. if anyone wants to get in touch with me you know if you go on my website just send me an email um and and i'll get back to you so whether you want to ask me something or when i'm you know, if I'm going to be in your neck of the woods somewhere in the States or wherever it is, yes. uh, j- just let me know, you know, just get in touch with me and um, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, thank you so much, Aileen, for joining us and and sharing your inspiration. And it, I want to say thank you to the listeners Hugs, love, and blessings to everyone. And Aileen, hugs, love, and blessings to you. Thank you very much, Paula. And as I say, thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. It's been absolutely amazing. And to to be able to speak to all your wonderful listeners. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yay. Big, big hugs, Aileen. And And lots of love to you, Paula. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health.